0: Do you wanna grow more in love with Jesus? How about growing more in love with yourself? If so, then this is the podcast for you. Join your host, Caitlin Ryan, on Grasping Grace as we navigate conversations that allow you to grow deeper in intimacy with Jesus while growing in love with who he has called you to be. Grab your coffee, grab your Bible, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up? What's up? What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining Grasping Grace with Caitlin Ryan. For those of you who are new here, my name is Caitlin Ryan, and I appreciate so much that you have decided to take some time to listen to this week's episode. So for this week, I had this whole thing planned out of what I wanted to talk about with you guys. And as I was recording it, I was just like, I am I'm not believing in this at all. Like I don't want to ever release content to you guys that I'm really this just this is my heart is just not in it. And so um yesterday I was praying to the Lord yesterday morning and for those of you who are on my Facebook, you'll know I kind of touch base with this on my Facebook live, but I was praying yesterday morning and I was just like, God, what do you do when you don't know what to do? <laughs> Like, what do you do? What do you do when you don't know what to do? Like for this week, what do I do? Um, For my Facebook live yesterday, I'm a part of this thing called the 40 day uh, harvest challenge. And uh, it's with evangelism and stuff like that. And so I was just like, God, what do you do when you don't know what to do? And he kept bringing this scripture to my mind. And it was um, James 5 verse 16. Where it says, and the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And that was the one scripture that I just kept hearing over and over and over again. The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And I was like, God, why am I hearing this scripture over and over and over again? Like, why? (laughs) Why? And he's like, because this is what you do when you don't know what to do. So the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. That means that the righteous prayers of a people carry power. They carry weight, right? They carry weight. And he began to speak to me in this. So currently I'm going through a season of where I am in total reliant on the Lord. Um, I think obviously in every area we should be totally reliant on the lord but he's put me in a place of where i can only depend on him and that's it only depend on him and he's even told me caitlin give me one month to show you that i will sustain you and he's confirmed that through a people and so i'm in this place of where i am realizing that a shift and a transition are two totally different things um, but they can happen at the exact same time so some things have totally just shifted in my life and then I am walking through the transition of that shift and so I'm in this this place again of just being totally reliant on the Lord and so in this process of being totally reliant on the Lord in this month of my life he brings me to James five sixteen, and I realize in the moment that oh this is something that I have to grasp a hold of because I don't understand the fervent part of prayer right so I've been a part of prayer meetings that have lasted hours and hours they have lasted 12 13 14 hours but when I think about Elijah when he prayed for it to not rain and it listened for three years and then when he prayed for it to rain and then it did when I think about Jesus the moment before he was taken to the cross and he was praying to his father and he was he was sweating blood I think of that as fervent right I think of that as like that is something that carries a lot of power and so for me in my 12 13 14 hour prayer meetings not saying that they weren't powerful by any means but like it's so much more and it goes so much deeper Right, just a little FYI here if you're hearing car sounds <laughs> because you will. Um, I'm currently recording this at my church and we are right off of a really busy street, so you will hear every motorcycle, truck sound there is. I live in Southeast Louisiana, so these boys around here have nice pipes. So, <laughs> just FYI. So back to what I was saying, I'm believing that the Lord is getting his people back to a place of where they're praying. And they're not just praying, but they're praying with power. Um, And that's what that means. The, The effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. That means it carries weight. It carries power. And I believe that the Lord is getting his people back to a place of where we're praying in power and we're not just praying you know to the wind and it just gets caught up and swept away i believe that he's getting his body back to a place of where we can only be relying on him because we've taken him out of everything and in this personal season in my life this is just dependency i talked about this on my live yesterday and i was reminded of a quote that leonard ravenhill said he said america doesn't need god he says the church needs god He said, when the church gets God, America will feel it. And I believe that even now we're getting put to a place, the body of Christ is being put in a place of where we have to get it together. We've got to be about what we're talking about. We've got to be about what we're praying about. Like Jesus said, I'm only about my father's business. And so God is putting his church back into a place of where we have to be what we talk about and we have to become what we behold. And so those prayers that we're praying, they have to carry power. They have to carry weight. But we first have to understand in that scripture, there's something that comes before that. Just can confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And that's not just talking in a physical aspect of healing. That's talking in a spiritual aspect of healing. I believe that God is unifying his body together. He's unifying his people together. And this could be why we're going through so much in America right now is because we've been not unified for so long and so he's bringing unification together within the body within the nation and that we can confess where we have fallen short what we have done wrong and in that brings spiritual healing so that way when we pray fervently it carries power and it's not just meaningless let me correct that in saying I don't believe that any prayer is absolutely just meaningless but I do believe that prayers carry weight and if you're just praying for a new car <laughs> you know what I mean God may bring you a job you know so it's just things like that um, he's not just gonna poof a new car out the sky but I believe that he's getting his body back to a place of where hey this is what it is and for me personally this is where I'm at in my journey with the Lord of what do I do when I don't know what to do well I have to pray I have to seek the face of God I have to become what I behold and in that, I will see his promises come to pass. I'll see that yes and amen. Life is full of changes all of the time. The transitions and the shifts we face can sometimes be exciting, and it could be something that we're looking forward to. And on the other hand, we may be walking through the most difficult season of our entire Life And it is something that we did not expect, right? But regardless of the type of change that we face or the shift or the transition that we face, God is showing us that we're not alone in that. Proverbs 35 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, him being the Lord, and he will make your path straight. What do you do when you don't know what to do? Well, you pray. You acknowledge the Lord. You lean not on your understanding, but what He does, what He says. You pray fervently. You seek the face of God, and He directs the path. He's the one that navigates us on this highway, on this journey that we're in with Him. He helps us around obstacles that we face. You know, if we stay connected to Him, we come out on the other side we come out a lot wiser and a lot stronger and in that we're able to reach people and help those who are in need you know we could be going through massive amounts of change in our life but one thing that we know for sure is that God never changes he never changes Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every good and perfect gift is from above, who does not change. This is the Word. The Word says this. He does not change. And if we're unsure of what to do, and we're unsure of where to go, we have to remember that He guides our step. The mind of the man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. And so I feel like in that too, there's just this, thankfulness that we can just be like God thank you that you don't change God thank you that when we don't know what to do we have the opportunity and the the ability to be able to seek your face to run after you to pray fervently and you direct the path you direct the steps you're the one that takes the lead and in that there's this beautiful moment of rest that we get to enter into that when we pray fervently We can do it from a position of rest. I acknowledge that warfare is a real thing. It actually is. But we don't actually have to strive in warfare. We can fight our battles from a place of intimacy and from a place of rest. When you fast, you're fasting to feast. You're fasting to grow deeper in intimacy with the Lord. So when you allow Him to direct your path, when you allow Him to have His way and you take your hands off of it, there's a peace and a rest that comes over that. What do you do when you don't know what to do? You pray, take your hands off, and rest. You know, everyone knows that song that says, this is how I fight my battles. And there are many ways that people fight their battles. Fighting from a place of rest fighting from a place of intimacy, fighting using the word of God, just reading the word itself, um, fighting from a place of praise and worship. These are ways to fight a battle. We can fight and feast at the same exact time. You know, God says that he prepares the table for us to eat. And he says that our enemies become our footstools. So as we pull up a chair at the table and we feast, we can feast with the position of rest. You know, intimacy drives passion. And sometimes when you're passionate about something, it's because you've understood it. You've taken the time to get to know it. You've taken the time to learn it. And you really stand for what it is, this is fervency. This is fervent. Fervent actually means hot, burning, glowing, having shown great warmth of feeling, or intensely devoted to something. The word fervent actually derives from a Greek word, I believe it's called energio which means energy. There's this great deal of energy that goes behind a fervent prayer. That's why it says it carries power. When you're turning on a light, you're powering it up. And so fervency is based off of intimacy and passion. It's not something that just is normal, but it can become normal. If you are living from a place of passion and zeal and praying from that place, still in the position of rest... It becomes normal to pray a fervent prayer. It becomes normal to pray with passion and zeal. It becomes normal to carry power in your words because you have spent time getting to know the one that you're talking to. Getting t- to know the one that you're partnering with in prayer. And so if you're listening to this right now, I just release over you intimacy with jesus i release over you the heart and the desire to be able to pray fervently with the lord to partner with the lord in prayer from a place of rest and intimacy that you can grow to know him more and deeper in partnership together and in that you can see power in transformation behind your prayers. So if you are in a place right now where you just don't know what to do, run after Jesus. Seek the face of God. Allow that passion to be stirred up inside of you to run after your Father and get to know Him. Because I can promise you, He's waiting for you to take your hands off of the reins and allow Him to take control. What do you do when you don't know what to do? You remove your hands. You seek the face of God and you let him do what he knows best. He's been God a long time. He knows exactly what he is doing. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I pray that this has blessed you in so many ways. And remember to like, subscribe, follow, wherever it is that you're listening from, um, and give me a rate. Let me know what you think of this week's episode. And if no one's told you yet, Jesus loves you. Stay safe and be blessed.